the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, everyone, to the show, Extreme Carolina, a show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. And folks, get ready. We It is time for some good news that you can use. That's what we got on Extreme Carolina, the show here that that focuses on great people from everywhere. And today, we've got another friend of ours, second time coming back. It, it wasn't. It was so good the first time <laughs> we had to do it again. So uh, it is great, and uh, I'd like to introduce Doug Larson as uh, as a friend of mine. He he's one of those guys that's behind the scenes. You never ever see him. But if you have to see him, that means something ain't right. <laughs> something done went wrong. But, but anyway, let's just bring him in with a warm, warm, extreme Carolina welcome, my good friend, Doug. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic on this frosty morning. Man, I mean, it is frosty over here, man, in the Carolinas. But, uh, hey, that's good. It's supposed to be uh, when it's December, you know, and, and all that's coming up, uh, holidays and stuff like that. It's supposed to be. So, anyway, with that said, uh, man, we're glad to have you back. Glad to have you back on the show. And, well, I certainly uh, do appreciate the opportunity. It's a fun, uplifting way to start the day, you know. Hey, it is, different man. than the others. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, we we had an opportunity to uh, to talk to Steve the other day. Give Steve Farmer a shout out. Uh, so we we talked with him, and we're looking forward to getting with him soon. I mean, that guy's all over YouTube, man. He's got the tickling the ivory. Oh, I forgot he had a channel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he documents our daily road life when we're out on the road. Uh, just from the time we arrive and eat breakfast to the time the show goes down. Oh, and he yeah. shoots it. Oh, he is. He's good, man. I saw him doing this, doing that. I'm like, wow. Uh, you know, I may have to talk to him on the side, you know. <laughs> he's a very uplifting guy for me personally, but yeah. just in general. He's just, he's what this show is all about. I highly recommend it. Oh, well, we can't we can't wait to get with, get with him and looking forward to it. But in the meantime, let's take advantage of this time that we have here today with you, my friend. So uh, since we talked to you last, you have been out on the road and back again. And, uh, you know, I, you know, you got one of those tough, tough jobs that uh a lot of folks think it's glamorous. They see it from over here. They say, man, that, I want to do that. I, I want to do that. And uh, I have to stop myself several times a day to ask, is this the glitz or the glamour? I forget. <laughs> how many times, let me ask you this. How many times do people reach out to you and say, Doug, man, how can I get in and do what you're doing? I mean, you know, how can I do that? Oh, gosh. How, how many times? Do we All the time. All the time. It never ends. And it's a tough question to answer because there's no uh, zip recruiter or classifieds or any of that stuff for, for my job. 
Right. It just doesn't exist. You kind of have to be right place, right time. Yeah. Bring in a pretty solid rep with you. Right. And there's a good measure of luck. And that's just <laughs> the way the music business is. <laughs> now, when you say bring that rep with you, can I explain to the folks that who don't know the the lingo of you know what we talk? Because I know exactly what you're talking about. But those there are some well, of those that are listening. Tell them what they mean. I don't know, and I'm not talking about a representative vis-a-vis an agent. <laughs> that's that's what I'm so, saying. Let them know. <laughs> yeah, it's your reputation. Um, here's the deal: whether it's Nashville, L.A., New York, where any production capital center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a zillion guys for every position on tour. Wow. It's very competitive. And what's more is they're all really good, Michael. They're okay. really good at what they do. Right. So if you are fortunate and blessed enough to get a position, you darn well better hang on with your fingernails because there's a hundred <laughs> guys that will take your spot in a New York minute. Oh, wow. Um, but, you ha- but to even get in the game, you have to, for the most part, have shown your worth. I mean, I don't for I don't know what my personal worth is. Probably yeah. not a whole lot, but <laughs> I like to lead people. I enjoy it. Yeah, I love yeah. to be a member of a really tight team. Right. And so I, I developed a rep from that, a good rep, I'd like to think, mm-hmm. um, to where other folks want to hire you. It's that there simple. You go. Awesome. Bring a rep. I love it. Bring your rep, man. And don't bring something that people can see coming from a mile away that ain't good. And uh, <laughs> but Nobody now, lives a lie better than I do, Michael. <laughs> now, you said there's a zillion guys just standing, waiting right there, can't wait for somebody to fall down, and they can jump in there and get that job. Now, that's happening right here today. But now, wait a minute. You turn over here and you look, you see people can't find people to work they can't find people to drive this truck they can't find people to work over here in this job they got for help wanted signs everywhere and in your business you got hold up hold up we, we got all we need right now <laughs> you got that well uh, we have a, a combination unfortunately of the two right um there is a severe driver shortage for buses and trucks that we obviously use right uh in great capacity mm-hmm. um but the other positions on tour, the more day-to-day tour operations guys, man, we're we're the first shut to go away and get shut down, and the first and the last to come back. So we're wow. chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. We're happy, and we know we're blessed to be in that position. Yeah, job. yeah. But the more uh, regular day-to-day jobs, the the bus and truck drivers, that kind of thing, we're experiencing a, a bit of that too, as far as a shortage of personnel. Oh, okay. A lot of the bus drivers have now gone to be truck drivers during the pandemic. Hmm. Wow. They've gone and they're not coming back or they've retired. We've There's a, been a big turnover because of the virus, unfortunately. Right. right. Um, so I've scrambled to find drivers for sure. But Man. the other guys, heck no, they're ready to go. <laughs> well, the, the professional driver, yeah, that is, that is very interesting. But now what, I mean, because, you know, we and everybody know that's listening to this, you know, we are in the middle of a, well, maybe the tail end of this thing they call pandemic. But uh, but but I want to be serious. There are people still dying from that thing. So we don't want to joke around about that. You know, right. there, there are people still getting it and dying. So we just praise God. It's like they're getting the flu and cancer and everything Hello. else. It's for, for, for eternity. I won't live in fear. I won't do it. I'll live cautiously, but I won't live in fear. 
There you go, brother. I'm glad they heard that line. That's a good line. But now, uh, uh, you know, for a lot of folks, they probably still don't even know what we're talking about when you're talking about on the tour, you know, bring your rep, you know, because I never really I announced you as my friend, Doug, coming back. But we did do a previous episode. So y'all go back and find that one. Doug Larson is probably a date uh, nine or ten Maybe it was 11 now, 11, 15, something like that. But we'll share that. Just look on the notes, uh, check the notes on the bottom of our podcast, and you can check it out. But anyway, Doug, my friend, is one of the guys that is a production kind of manager for the music industry, for guys that play or gals that play music and travel around. Did I give a good example of what that is that you do? Well, uh, these days I'm a tour manager. I'm responsible for all the logistics and payroll and uh, planes and hotels and all that stuff and crunching numbers to find the most uh, financially feasible way to get there and get back. Um, That's the tour management end of it. I'm also a production manager, which means I'm in charge of the show itself as far as the logistics, putting into action what my artists desire. On right. stage, their okay. desires, what I'm going to put out there. It's not anything I personally come up with, although they do include my assessment into pretty much everything. Right. Um, but, you know, it's their circus, and my job is to put that into play. Wow. I enjoy that very much. Now, I also design lights. I design the light show. I enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, okay. So the different get them, you know, different music, different songs, and the light comes up and goes down. You like that as well. Well, everybody wants a dime dance for a nickel, Michael. So I have several hats that I wear. <laughs> Man, that is so true. It don't matter where you're at in life. That is so, so true. But now, speaking of where you are in life, you wouldn't always had this job. You know, I mean, you years ago, it, you didn't know where you were. You didn't know what was going on, even though you were kind of in it, but you weren't in it like you're in it today. Today, you are definitely a professional at, I guess, probably pretty much the top of your game in terms of where you are, of, of your career, your what you do. Uh, but it hadn't always been that way. And, uh, you know, it's been a tough road to hope. And, you know, now all of us, nobody rolls out of the bed in their career, early in their career, and they're at the top. Just don't happen. Right. You got to earn it. You got to work your way in it. But now also, even if you work your way up to it, there's one little ingredient in order for you to truly, truly enjoy it. It's got to be a passion for it. Exactly. You, you knew you had a passion for this thing years ago, but you mm-hmm. got sidetracked there a little bit. <laughs> and we won't get into all the particulars. We'll just say you got sidetracked. And, uh, but you had some grandmamas or some uncles or aunties or somebody that was praying for you. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it got you back on track, man. I tell you what, I love talking to another brother who knows who's got a, a grandmama or, an aunt or somewhere, which matter of fact, that's how we kind of came to know each other, uh, was that you have a, what do we call her? Is she your aunt or maybe it your... would be my gosh, my great aunt, I guess. Okay. All right. Okay. She's an amazing one with her son, Stephen. 
and uh, he does great work. But and they're friends of mine, and uh, they told me about you was coming through uh, North Georgia, uh, Southern North Carolina. You were on tour with what you do, and uh, sure. they, and they told me they said, man, that guy he is amazing. He's on tour with some of the world's best musicians. I mean, just think about that, folks. The world's best musicians. Well, now, he didn't start out playing for those high-end folks that he played for, that he worked for now. <laughs> when you started out, you was in those vans. I'll never forget you told me that. You're, t- tell the folks about that. Just a little bit about that. Uh, well, like you said, any profession, you're going to start out in the basement Anybody that comes out of school and says, I'm in the music business now, I say, well, good. I take my coffee black. <laughs> Excuse me. My coffee black. No, I, I, I slugged it out and paid my dues like most folks do. Yeah. Uh, van tours, when you're crammed into a van with staging and gear and everything else, and you have no money. Uh, you know, we were in New Orleans one night. It was about 28 degrees, and our van caught on fire. Oh, well, we had to get man. to the gig. We put it out with a case of old Milwaukee. It's pretty shameful. <laughs> Good waste of beer. <laughs> but just, and, and, you know, to allude to what you discussed earlier, uh, it's, it didn't come without a lot of sweat and hunger yeah. and wonder. And so when you're paying your dues, all that's out the window. All I know is it was a passion that I had. Everybody wants to grow up and be something, a cowboy, an astronaut, an NFL player. Yeah. Well, I wanted to be a rock star at one point. And then when <laughs> I figured out <laughs> only certain folks get to do that, there you uh, go. <laughs> I don't know. I started to, uh, how can I stay in this game? Even if I don't have the artistry for that end of it? Well, right. I put my kind of artistry to work behind the scenes, but pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Certainly. Uh, we don't go. wear black because it's a fashion statement. <laughs> that is amazing, Doug. It truly is. And uh, but somewhere along the road, things change for you, and you uh, kind of woke up out of the fog when you had well, those your- early tours. Were I don't know. I was a roadie guy. The typical definition, the classic definition of a roadie: having fun, partying, getting girls cool job for next to no money. (laughs) Uh, But as years progressed, I have a different level of responsibility. Now I'm not out there to party. Uh, Most of the guys on my tour, um, our wives won't let us play together anyway. So we have to behave and bring their mortgage money home. That's how that works. Um, (laughs) No, I have a different level of responsibility, which being given that uh, renewed my passion for the whole game. It really did Um, a lot of politics in it. Um, you know, if you find a way to wrestle with that to a positive conclusion, yeah. then you can enjoy the rest. The rest is gravy to get past the nonsense. Yeah. yeah so I've been fortunate and blessed enough to be able to do that so far. That is awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And the world is hearing that because folks, if you got a passion, if you truly have a passion, because you heard him say, man, I was working for next to nothing. I mean, it's several times some folks probably asked you, Doug, you need to, man, you need to quit and go get a real job. <laughs> I took one of my parents out on stage in front of a crowd of 40,000 and said, what do you think about this? And they said, that's fine, honey. Or when are you getting a real job? And I went, oh, <laughs> I'm can't telling win. you. 
Yeah, but you know, deep down inside of you, you knew and you could do it good. And obviously you are doing it good because some of the world's best uh, uh, musicians uh, have you with them and have you doing what they need you to do in order for them to be successful. It's kind of you to say that. Yeah, it is, man. Fantastic. I tell you what, you know, and some of the things we didn't get a chance to talk to the first time that I want to try to uh, get to before our time get, man, it time is just, woo. I have a big mouth. Sorry. <laughs> but I love it. That's okay, man. Hey, I did invite you and I knew ahead of time. <laughs> but anyway, it's all fun, man. It really is good. But some of the, you know, we talked a little bit about what it is that I want to try to get in there before we get out of here today, because the clock, as I did say is early. And you did talk about just a little bit about early on in your life. And and I want folks just to know that, Hey, this guy's at the top of his game right now, but there was a point that you had a Valley moment that you had a Valley moment and it was early on. And, and there was, I mean, you didn't know who you were and folks didn't know who you were. It was probably some people didn't want to be around you, but you had that moment. Can you share with us what that moment was and how you pull yourself up? Gosh, that's tough. Um, well, I went from being a tour employee partying and having a good time and out there for all the perks I might get mm-hmm. uh, to having to take life very seriously. And for me, that moment is when my daughter was born. Um, all of a sudden, this single young guy with, with the world by the hair uh, wasn't so in control anymore. You can't control that. Wow, you have a baby on the way. Wow. Um, that woke me up. Um, that line of thinking led me into the service, Army and National Guard, um, which further grew me up. I don't know how well it took to this day, but uh, I was forced <laughs> to get right, and I mean quick. I had to have the cold turkey method rather than gradual because (laughs) some of us need to learn that way. We're hard headed. So that was the poignant moment for me was the birth of my daughter. And what, oh gosh, what am I going to do now? Who are you? You said it, man. You you don't know who you are yourself. Mm -hmm. And I had to do a lot, have a a big reckoning really quickly because now I have this little soul depending on me. So that was the first of, of several poignant moments in my life that that allowed me to progress to the ne- next level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. All I know is this. I had a burning passion deep inside of me to have perfect balance in my life with great kids and a lovely wife and a beautiful house and a great career. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you get all that, God bless <laughs> you. Hang on tight because I can't keep that perfect balance. Yeah. What I've been able to attain is a pretty good family life, a very good one, a mm-hmm. wife who uh, is raising me the best that she can, yeah, along with our job. two grandsons, uh-huh. um, and also <laughs> pro- a very satisfying professional life, none of which is possible for me personally mm-hmm. without the Lord God. Woo. It's just me. Hey, there you go, brother. <laughs> so that, if we can see it, when you, you you didn't talk about that necklace that the symbol of of AA hanging dangling yeah. from it, <laughs> but at that time you had to get into that you know along with that you know a tin hook thing you know you you had to develop that thing to keep you focused from that ain't the way to go. And, well, I had uh, a fresh set of fears. Like number one, my wife, 
number two, children and grandchildren. When I quit drinking, you know, nobody can say or do anything to make you stop drinking. When you when you've had enough field research, you stop. There, uh, there are different methods to stopping. People have their own opinions. My path was AA. Yeah, um, that's what helped me to stop drinking. Uh, but I was my wife was going to leave. I woke up in the bushes one too many times. Oh. It was not ro- cool rock and roll stuff. It huh. was ridiculous drunken adult stuff. So oh. I had to progress beyond that somehow. And um, the Lord, my God, helped me do it. Talk about a valley moment. Now, that was a valley moment. I mean, your face was literally scrubbing the bottom of the barrel, man. I mean, yep, that- I chewed dirt. Sure did. <laughs> But, man, like you said, praise God. I mean, he was able to grab you. and Because, see, he had something else for you to do. He wasn't done with you yet. You know? Oh, he's not through with me by a darn sight. <laughs> I think he's keeping me alive just so my wife can toy with me more. <laughs> man, that's a good one. That is a good one. And a lot of fellas definitely can relate to that. But now, Bottom line <laughs> is he's keeping me alive, and I owe him my life. And that's the truth, but also my wife and those around me who supported me because nobody does it alone. At least I've never seen it. The ones who are successful have help along the way. And I finally chose to accept that help. Wow. Man, in a measured is, way. That is awesome. Fantastic. I'm sure the folks that are listening today really, really appreciate hearing that as well as I. I really appreciate the honesty. First, the fourthness that way you come with that because it's really, really important. But now let's just keep it moving because man, I look over there at that clock and I'm like, oh, okay, 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 all right, all right, okay. It's ticking me. Tick, 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 tick. I got your clock. But anyway, <laughs> that was the valley moment, which it, it's a deep, deep thing. But now we're out of it, back to some other stuff. And one of the things, what is it that people are surprised when they find out this about you? You know, what is it about you that, you know, people say, wow. I didn't know Doug was like that. <laughs> well, if I tell you this, you can't tell anybody. Okay. All right. we'll, we'll keep it on down low. DL. Okay. <laughs> on the DL. Um, some people think that I'm a softy. I don't often use the S word. I'm supposed to be the grumpy old road salt that keeps everybody in line. Right. Well, you give me, get me in a room with, with a little girl or boy. As cute as the day is long, and I'm the biggest darn pushover you'd ever see. It's shameful. I just can't <laughs> help it. I love them, little kids, and those they have so much light and promise in their eyes. That makes me want to go, 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 go. Wow, how about that? See, but they see you at work, to you on the road. They said, "Man, ain't no way that guy could be that." I'm a larger, tattooed, heavy metal guy. I'm supposed to end life, not perpetuate it. I'd wow. rather perpetuate it. I'm funny that way. <laughs> wow, that is great, man. Yeah, because when we got on this morning, you had said, man, I had just uh, took the grandson, you know, to, to school and talked to the, the teachers over there. Man, I great all full time because <laughs> God's paying me back for the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Those 80s were, wow, man, what do you think? Tell me I had a good time, but yeah. now it's time to get down to brass tacks, and I have two little grandsons to take care of. There you go, man. A guy living in Nashville uh, for, I think you said, 15 years. And, and man, and, and got you a wonderful angel. 
you know, that you've been guys been together. What now? 20, 22 years, something like that. Well, uh, 23 years. And then we've been married 18. <laughs> Some folks won't never get that. <laughs> I can't believe that she put up with me that long. Yeah. Well, there you go, brother. And I tell you what, man, that is so, so great. And so encouraging for those folks who might think that it's over, you know, they are down and out. And I know I spent a lot of time talking about that this morning, but that's so, so important because in order to, to come up, you, you got to have a reason to come up. You can't just stay down in there drunk every day, drugs every day. I mean, you know, uh, there's some, have a motivating factor. That's just me. Yeah. Well, and my yeah. wife and my grandsons give me what I need in that department. How about that, man? That is so cool and so real that I really, really appreciate you sharing that. Man, I tell you what, man, we have completely, completely ran out of time, man. I'm I sure. guess my editing guy, you know, that guy, he will probably say, you know what? You're not allowed behind, you. You, you're not allowed behind the mic anymore. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, anyway, it's been great, man. I truly have enjoyed it. It's been a blessing. I really thank you, Doug. I mean, for really being here today. You've been an amazing, amazing guest. Not once, but twice. So thank That's you, man. Pleasure. I appreciate and my honor, it. too. Well, you have a special thing going here, and I hope it lasts for a long time. Well, thank you, brother. I really appreciate that so much. But we got to get out of here. Thanks a bunch to Doug Larson, our guest today guy. The guy's amazing. Ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Doug here that are passionate and purpose-driven and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have the opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Folks, here it is, man. I got a quote of the week. Everybody love hearing that quote. Here it is. Here it is. Here the drum roll. Well, Okay, maybe it wasn't a Doug Lawson type of drum roll. <laughs> that was a drum roll. That's not like mine. <laughs> drum roll. Here we go. You can avoid reality, but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. Oh, wow. Man, that's, that's, heavy. that's strong right there. For those of yeah, you yeah. all that barely can, say, can see it, I'll say it one more time. You can avoid reality. But you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. Hey, folks, we got to get out of here. Thank my friend, Doug. Appreciate you for being on here. Folks, don't forget to like us and and share us on uh, YouTube and my Facebook and all that other stuff. Just check us out on the link below. And we appreciate it. God bless. We see everybody. Thank you. We love y'all. Peace. We out.